welcome to your favourite podcast, Bossy Books. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we are long-distance girlfriends, Heather and Minju, who come together once a month to discuss a book that we've read, but it's really just an excuse to hear each other's voices. Because we miss each other so much. This is true. Yeah. It's true. Long-distance relationships are hard. Heartbreaking. We haven't seen each other in like eight yeah. months. <sighs> this is what we do to keep then the love alive. we see each other again. I don't know. We might see each other soon. Yes, hopefully, if all goes to plan. It's not really in our control. Yeah. And we probably won't have time to record a podcast. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like, that's not even happening. Yeah, because it's going to be so short. Yeah, basically, yeah. Minju's visiting Korea at the exact same time that my baby is due. So I'm unless we're going to record a, contra- a podcast in between my contractions, how crazy would that be? That could be exciting. <laughs> That could be groundbreaking. Yeah, that could we could, that that could be the thing that makes us famous. And then we we might finally get sponsorship. Exactly, that will put us on the map. You know, it will. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be crazy. Crazy. That would be to awesome, be. actually, because then I could come to the hospital, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and like. You could hold my hand and stuff. And the doctor will be like, who is this person? I'm like, oh, she's my podcast partner. And I'll be like, I'm the husband. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I see. I see the line you've drawn there. But yeah. And also, I I'll be there I just had this thought today, but we're almost at our, the two-year mark of this podcast. It's almost our second birthday. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. I think around Christmas is our anniversary, No, right? we, um, we published our first podcast on November 7th, which is pretty much now wow yeah oh my gosh that's crazy well done to us i know i'm so proud of us our podcast is to a toddler our, our, i mean well done to our listeners yeah for yeah. staying with us all this way if they have that is i know Im- that's so impossible oh. to know yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow two years i know can we do another one do we have another one in us i don't know heather can you that's a good question I'm going to try. I'd have to give you some maternity leave. Yeah, I think I'm a, we might have to take a brief hiatus, but I'm really determined to keep this going. I'm just going yes, to like we can do it. give the baby to Matt, kick them out of the house for an hour, and I think I think we can do it. It'll be hard to read though, hey? Yeah, but I mean, Serena Williams is going to participate in the Australian <laughs> Open like in January, and she just had a baby. So if she can, She's crazy. if she can do it, I can do it. I can do this podcast. You know what Wasn't I'm saying? She playing tennis at like f- four months. Yeah, or twenty something? twenty weeks pregnant. She won the Australian Open. That's messed She's up. She's amazing. All other women who played against her should feel so ashamed of themselves. <laughs> well, there are theories that being pregnant actually enhanced her performance, but that's a completely that's a completely different topic. What how? Something about hormones and blood flow, oh. I don't know. But yes. Anyway. Oh, wow. Minji, why what don't you tell us okay, about anyways, the book yes, that totally... we read? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This is a podcast <laughs> about back books. On topic. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Well, um, this month we've done something new again. It's amazing how we can do new things two years on. (laughs) Anyways, our last one was a children's book. So we thought, why not this month we grow up a little Mm -hmm. and we read a young adult book. Mm. So we've uh, we've read a young adult novel um, this month and it's called Love and First Sight. So not Love at First Sight, Love and First Sight by Josh Sundquist. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, Anyway, it's his debut novel. um, And it's a story, it's a coming age story of a blind teenager in high school called Will Porter. Um, And he's 
the premise is basically that um, he's grown up, or he was born blind, um, and he grew up at a school for blind kids. Um, and that, but then he decides in high school that he wants to make it mainstream. He really wants to be a journalist one day. Um, and he knows that, you know, that's mainstream. Like he'll be, have to be in the world. So he wants to go to mainstream school. So the first, um, chapter opens with his first day at school and his principal, um, who is funny as well. Um, he, yeah, he plays these, all these awful stereotypes towards a blind person um but anyways and um yes yeah, his first day of school and you know he's memorizing the steps to the classrooms and stuff like that um but yeah the, basically the whole story goes through yeah i guess his first semester at school meeting new friends um meeting a certain new friend and a surgery um yeah and at some point will gets some of his sight back and that's a whole part of the story as well um there's love there's jokes there's board games there's nerds there's a road trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so yeah that's the that's the book love and first sight it's quite a good um title too right it's really I clever really the title is really clever yeah it almost makes me think yeah. like he thought of the title first and then wrote a story based yeah. around that title like yeah, that's how clever the title be. is yeah yeah i don't think i've really read a ya like i don't know since like my saddle club days or whatever that's not really why it's not really something someone picks up pretty sure yeah, okay, pretty sure saddle picks. club is children's <laughs> What's YA then? What's something YA I would have read? Well, I think read? technically Harry Potter falls into YA. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Have you read any, like, Judy Bloom? No. What about Paul Jennings? Yeah, I guess Paul Jennings is YA, but it's a, he's, like, a very specific kind of YA. It's, like, kind of yeah. funny short stories, right? Weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really, you've mm. never really read anything in that in that category. Yeah, I don't think so. so this is your kind hmm. of your first YA. I guess so. Oh, okay. And what do you think? Oh, why, what did you think? Well, I, I, I honestly haven't read that much YA. Um, yeah. Like when I was actually a teenager, I did read some, but mm-hmm. um, I was I didn't really like it, and so I remember like f- even from uh, like my being thirteen, fourteen, I tried to start reading adult books because. Um, mm. I wanted to be. I think that's what happened cool. to me too. I was like, I'm yeah. old now. Yeah, yeah, I was I'm like, too oh, old for this. this. So childish, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm reading my Dolly magazines. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Those were yeah. our YA books, you know, the magazines yeah, that we read. Yeah, they totally yeah. distract you. Yeah, I don't. I think I felt like I related better to those magazines than I did to any YA books that I tried to read at that age. Anyway, mm. yeah, but yeah. I, Maybe, but, you know, YA is, like, a huge thing now. And, you mm-hmm. know, there are um, there are lots of authors out there. There are lots of movies being made of YA novels and stuff. And I think maybe there's been a bit of a, like, a renaissance. Like, maybe YA is way, be- way better now than it was um, when mm-hmm. we were teenagers. And teenagers do, like, really um, relate to these YA novels like we did to mm-hmm. our Dolly magazines kind of thing. Yeah. More in touch. And so I have I have read a couple of um, young adult books in recent years that I really liked, and one of them was yeah. um, the Fault in Our Stars. You know, the, you know the one. Oh, yeah, it was a I've movie. read that. Is that YA? Yeah, yeah, it is. 
I've read two of his his books. Oh, you've read John Green. Oh, then you've definitely read yeah, yeah, YA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what okay, what cool, other cool, cool. what other book did you read? <sighs> what was it called? Uh, oh, Town Town Paper Towns Paper Towns Paper Towns. Paper Towns. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've only <laughs> I've only read the Fault in okay. Our Stars, and I liked ah. it. And then I also read another book called um, Okay Eleanor and Park. It's all coming back is... to me now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and more recently, I read one called Eleanor and Park um, by mm. Rainbow Rowell, who you is did. who's quite a popular um, YA author as well. And I like them both. And both of them are really just full on love stories. And I think that's probably mm. why I like them so much. Um, yeah, you suck. And, and this one is kind of a love story. Yeah, I, I think that the title is very accurate. You know, it's it equal parts it is, about yeah. love, and it's also yeah. about this blind kid who's who has a chance to um, see. It's not even yeah. regain his sight because he was born blind. He yeah. gets he gets the it's chance crazy, right? to go through this crazy experimental surgery and see for the first time. So, what did you like? most about this YA novel then? Did you enjoy the stuff about him being blind or did you enjoy the love story? Oh, I mean... Or can we take them apart? <laughs> okay, to be perfectly honest, I liked the fact that it was easy to read. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was... I really enjoyed that yeah. about it because these days, mm. like, um, my brain isn't at its best and just busy gen- doing other things right now like creating a human yep yeah yeah and yes, yes. um and just generally i think because i don't know if it has to do with the fact that i'm having a baby but like generally i don't like to watch or read things that are too serious or have too heavy themes or be violent or whatever mm. and so mm. you know i just liked the lightheartedness of it yeah. um i like that it was uh yeah i like that it was an easy quick entertaining read yeah, and I think, but that can honestly be said about most um, YA, and I, I liked the love story in its early stages. You know, mm. there, so there's this build up. Um, so so Will he meets a classmate named Cecily, and they have an they have kind of a rough start, but then they start to really get along, and yeah. she, she has this beautiful way of explaining visual things to him in a way that he can actually understand. And I think that's this really nice connection that they have, a very unique connection. But then there are hints dropped that there's something different about Cecily's appearance. Mm. And it kind of creates creates this really interesting dynamic where Will is, you know, kind of falling for Cecily and the connection they have in her personality. But then... Mm. um, He's also considering this operation where he might get his sight. And then you are getting these hints from all over the place that there might be something about Cecily's appearance that he might find shocking or surprising or disappointing. Yeah. And um, I thought that was really an interesting concept. And, um, yeah, and really really nice. Like, it's kind Mm. of like the... um, those tentacly creatures from A Wrinkle in Time, oh, right? Gosh. Who, yeah, who yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. eyes and they um, yeah. they can only feel and sense and they get a deeper sense yeah. of the person because they can't see them. Like it's that. True. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. And I think for me, like as 
as someone who as a someone who grew up as a chubby awkward teenage girl who no boys liked um Aww. it kind of like Aww. it kind of like struck a chord you know it's yeah. like very mm-hmm. sweet it's just sweet like oh there's yeah. this girl there's something about her that means that like maybe uh, like other boys aren't interested in her or like she might get bullied mm. but because he can't yeah. see it he um he's falling in love with her and that i found that yeah. really really sweet but then yeah. when it gets revealed like what that thing is mm. i found that really anticlimactic and and i found his yeah. reaction really odd yeah 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 but like i mean i was thinking that too and the hints come really like well as well i thought it was done well mm. until it's revealed mm-hmm. like um she comes over to his house and his parents like greet her and they they hesitate a little so you're like okay something's different and like they're at school and someone calls her um bat girl um yeah. but he thinks it's because he's blind as a bat but it's not you know mm-hmm. and um, there's different things and then like you really want to know what it is so I'm like oh does she have a disability like is she missing a limb or like do you know what I mean yeah. or like does she have some um, like is she I don't know like does she not have an ear or like do you know what I mean like yeah, you just yeah, say yeah. what is it yeah. yeah and then there's this um, there's little tastes to like keep you going as well because at one point when he's blind still um he's like oh can i touch your face Mm. and i was like oh my gosh he's gonna find out Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he was like touching her face and everything was absolutely normal yeah and i was like oh my gosh there's something on her body then like it must be like a missing arm (laughs) oh god a prosthetic yeah i mean like what would it be if it's not her face yeah 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 um yeah and so you're just like what is it And, and the only thing i could come up with was that she must have like a disfigured or like different colored skin or a birthmark or something like that yeah um and it reveals it to be so so you're just like oh, okay <laughs> yeah i was thinking i was yeah. thinking that too like it must just be like a skin discoloration or something like mm-hmm. yeah 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 that you can't feel yeah because he like touches her body as well like he puts his arm and yeah. his hand in his arm and he puts his hand around her waist and so she's not like a fat girl or anything like that you know so like um which i was which i found a bit disappointing but (laughs) come on no because yeah the 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 that book eleanor and park which i mentioned like that's a story of like a fat girl and a Mm. guy falling in love and i think um and it kind of really you know explores the pain of being a fat teenage girl you know Mm. um so Mm. like and I so I thought maybe this book would also explore that, like explore what it's mm. like to be a teenage girl who, you know, has something up with her appearance that causes her to feel very unattractive and unloved mm. and um, victimized and stuff like that. But yeah. I think because the book is written from Will's perspective, it doesn't really go into that, those feels in no. like a satisfying way at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Will's perspective. It is, and there's so yeah. much to understand about Will anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like his blindness and everything. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really liked um, their love story at the beginning. Like you said, um, they are put, they work, uh, yeah, they take a class to work on the school paper together and they mm. get put on their first assignment to cover a Van Gogh exhibition in their small town. Um, and then they go to the gallery together and I think that's like when things really start Mm. Um, and you can kind of I feel like he's really written the chemistry well into the book Um, and then just like the fascination about 
he gets to touch the painting mm-hmm. um, and like her trying to describe to him perspective and stuff like that. I think that will always stay with me. Um, I think I learned new things about um, how blind people, like the struggles they must have. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and their perspective on perspective yeah. on things, you know. Not that either of us really know anything about what it would feel like to be blind but did you think that the book did a decent job of kind of trying to give readers a like a a tangible sense of what it would feel like to be blind yeah i think so Mm. i definitely but maybe it's because i really knew nothing yeah yeah yeah. i was working from a zero that like all the new information was impressive to me yeah Um, but yeah even even how yeah, it just, like, really blew my mind how, especially because he was blind from birth, he yeah. just has no concept of colour yeah. or depth or perception, especially as he has a surgery and he slowly starts to regain some sight. Um, they were saying how since his brain has never encountered sight before, it's not just about, like, learning how to see. Yeah. It's, a, it's almost like... It's not, and then it's not even like learning another language because the eyes are receiving new signals, but it's like learning language, language. for the first yeah, time itself. Yeah, 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 and like how out of the world that must be. Like I don't even understand. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's just like taking it totally off the box, Mm-mm-mm. out of the box. Um, and so yeah, just like reading through that process. Um, even as his friend try friends try to describe to him different things it's also related on site yeah yeah you know like you can just read their descriptions and you're just like bro he doesn't get that you dumbo do you know what <laughs> i mean but like i'm like i would totally say those things to a blind person of course yeah yeah because we don't really we're so dependent on sight yeah and i don't know how else to describe something yeah and it's um, interesting what they yeah. say about how like as in modern society especially we're so visual oh, yeah. because I find that interesting. Um, yeah. because we you know we spend most of our time age. in front of screens you know and so yeah. like it's not like we're laborers and we're like we feel our way through things like everything is sight based no. yeah it's like not yeah. not an easy world to live in when you're a blind person i mean it's never an easy world mm. but it's gotten even harder so that that kind of stuff yeah, was really yeah. interesting yeah, I think so. Yeah. Even like little things, how like blind people prefer to hold on to your elbow mm-hmm. and be guided mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not like push from the back and like, you know, harassed into going a certain direction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that really loses their control Mm-mm-mm. and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I, I just felt like those little things also could help me in the future if I ever had to like help out a blind person. Yeah. You know, like. I thought I thought it was useful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I learned a lot from it, and um, yeah, the when it goes on later when he gets the surgery and you hear about like how historically there's only been like less than twenty people who have ever like recovered their sight and what happened to them. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting because mm. that was true. <laughs> Um, yeah, like true information, historical information. I love history. Um, but yeah, about these people who got their sight and a lot of them like got their sight, but then they got infection and lost it or got their sight, but they were disappointed with how the world looked. Yeah. And a lot of them actually struggle with like depression, Mm. um, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And these are the kind of things that, um, we learn because Will's dad cautions him against getting the surgery because there are so many risks. Um, yeah, which I thought was an interesting Part of the book too. Yeah. yeah the whole book was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
It is. Yeah. It is kind of fascinating, and I think he does a pretty good job at um, explaining something that is very complicated in mm. like these simple, um, easy to understand. Ya format. Yeah, exactly. Without yeah. dumbing it down too much, and no, making yeah. it seem condescending. Because the author himself, he is. Um, he's not blind, but he is handicapped. He has... Oh, really? Yeah, he only has one leg. He lost his leg to um, to cancer. Oh, no. Hey, but I think I also read somewhere he's on YouTube. Yeah, he's a YouTuber. He's very prolific. Like, he's a YouTuber. Oh, he's also, oof. like, a... Um, he writes for a few blogs, and he's all, he's a motivational speaker mainly, I think. He's written a couple of... Oh, okay. His, this is his first novel, but he's written a couple of memoir-style books about his life, you know, as an, I guess, an amputee in oh. a sense. And he's also an, a Paralympic okay. Paralympic skier or something along oh, those lines. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's achieved yeah, he's a, a lot. he's a Paralympic ski racer. He's yeah. only 33. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I just looked him up. Yeah. No, he's, he seems like a wow. um, really cool guy. And for his first book, this is awesome. Yeah, I thought it was, I don't know if I would say awesome, but I thought it was a decent job. <laughs> Okay, so you didn't really like the book. Oh, I mean, I didn't love it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, because he, um, I think it kind of does show that it's a rookie book. And Mm. um, I don't think it's badly written, because, man, there is some badly written YA out there that is, like, cringeworthy, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I tried to to read Twilight, like, I just couldn't read it. Like, it just pained me. It was painful. But this wasn't like that at all. This was, um, maybe there were a few bits that were a bit awkward or cheesy, but it never was like, like cringe, like get away from me kind of, um, kind of level. So in that sense, yeah, I think he is a good writer, but, uh, I guess I think maybe I would have been more engaged if he had, I don't know, developed the characters a bit more like, cause yeah, because Will mm. is such a fascinating character because of his blindness and the journey that he goes through with yeah. the surgery. There's so much to yeah. explain about him. So like, yeah, yeah. Like 80% of the book just revolves around him. Will, Will is mm. blind. This is yeah. his life as a blind person. And now this is his life as he goes to the surgery and regains yeah. his sight. And, um, yeah. I guess the second most, like the second deepest character would be Cecily, but even she isn't, Painted in great detail, you know? No, yeah. And then his parents, maybe. Or his friends. Yeah, but even his parents, like... um, They're pretty 2D. Yeah, they are. And all his friends kind of meld into each other as well. Like, there's the girl, there's the black guy, and there's the other guy. Like, it's it's kind of like... They all seem the same to me. Exactly. They all kind of talk the same. Mm. They have very similar personalities. Interests. Yeah. And even Mm. his relationship with his, his parents, because... Um, this book reminded me a lot about that Netflix show that I was telling you about, Atypical. Which... Oh, yeah, I started watching it. Did I tell you? Yeah, 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 you did, you did. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you should watch it, guys. It's really good. You like it, right? Yeah, I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really yeah, good show. Yeah, but I know what you're saying about the parents. Yeah, because in that show, like, the parents are almost as, as main characters as the, um, the yeah. son, who's autistic, and, you know their experience as parents of an autistic child is like a big part of the story Mm. and a really interesting part of the story, you know, Um, and the way that Mm. they cope and their relationship with him. But yeah, Yeah. when you say 2D, I think that really like hits a nail on the head. Like it wasn't, didn't go that deep. 
No. Yeah. I don't know, but for me, I think um, there was enough for me um, going on in Will's life that I was interested in to mm. keep going kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did... I liked the way... Um, yeah, I liked all the um, finding out all the new information, and I liked the start of um, the friendship. I thought it was, yeah, I thought the scene in the lunchroom was really nice, and then um, him getting to know Cecily through Cecily yeah. through um, the journalist thing and stuff. I thought it was mm. really nice, but yeah, I think the end didn't really do it for me. Mm. Like it got too typical. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but. So basically, um, yeah, he finds out that she's got this huge birthmark on half of her face. Um, And it's not like he thinks that she's ugly and he's repulsed or anything. He thinks she's beautiful. But he really struggles with the fact that um, she hid that and that his friends hid that. Um, And, like, just that feeling of being taken advantage of. Um, and also, if it was such a big part of her life, why couldn't he share it with her? This kind of thing. He has a bit of a pity party moment and, like, defriends her on Facebook and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I really didn't like that. The... Yeah, I thought it was really cruel. I thought his reaction it... was just <laughs> stupid. Yeah. I mean, but I guess we have to... Re- I have We have to remember he's, like, 15, right? Truth. I don't know. Fine. Truth. Yeah, he's blind, okay? <laughs> he's gone through stuff. Um, but, yeah, and but in the end, um, they him and his friends end up um, having, like, a road trip all the way to L.A. It's, like, a two-day trip or something because that's where she's gone to be with her dad. And so he turns up at her doorstep and then he tells her he loves her. And, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> and then they have this, like, this really romantic kiss on the beach. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. It was, like, out of place. Like, that don't escalated quickly? Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Didn't sit well. Yeah, his reaction to finding out that she has this large birthmark on her face Mm, and that she hid mm. this from him. Like, okay, fair enough. He's 15 and he's gone through a lot. He's Mm. just regained his sight after a very, like, um, (laughs) risky surgery. But that is not where I saw this going. I mean, I guess the author had to introduce some sort of conflict into the book (laughs) but i thought it would just go automatically into like what happens at the end which is basically like i think you're beautiful anyway let's make out you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then allow them to kind of like enjoy their little their love story a little bit more because the book ends at the beginning of their of their admitting that they are they they like each other you know their sunset beach kiss exactly yeah, um, yeah. You know, which is fine, which is kind of a very nice way to end end yeah. the book. But still, I thought... You know it doesn't end there, right? Yeah, they have that little prologue, at, oh, okay, that okay. epilogue at the end, right? With the, with the yeah, script, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Sorry, Heather just finished reading it. Yeah, I literally just <laughs> I finished like, reading oh, it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what I don't understand, and... Like, please explain this to me. Like, I don't understand why, as a blind person, as, as a person who's been blind his whole life, he cares mm. about things like, is she pretty? Because there's this point where he kind of, like, susses out that there's something going on with what Cecily looks like. And then he kind mm. of confronts his friends and asks them, like, is mm. Cecily pretty? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, why would he care? 
But I think to him, like, it wasn't about whether she's pretty or not. It was more that, like, he didn't like being conveniently left out of things. He didn't. Like, Do you know what I mean? That's when he finds out. But then he does... He's. I think when he asked that question... Oh, early on. Yeah. He he cares, yeah. like, whether she's pretty or not. He was like, so is she pretty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... Because as someone know, who has no, has no, like, concept of the visual, like, why yeah, yeah, would yeah. you care about the visual? Like, yeah. is it just because everyone else cares? And because everyone else cares, you care you Yeah, I guess he's still well? influenced by all the stuff he reads and stuff. Yeah. Like, he's on the internet a lot and stuff. But maybe, was it also at that point, like, he hadn't touched her face? So maybe he was just curious about how she looks? I don't, I don't know. know. I th- because after he touches her face, yeah. he's like, she's she's like beautiful. She has a perfect face or something. I know, I but know. I kind of got the sense. But then sense. you're like, why does he care? Exactly. And I kind of got the sense yeah, that Yeah, because there's like, no that physical. When he kind of started to suss out that maybe something was going on with her, like appearance wise, mm. mm. that, that he's kind mm. of like, oh my gosh, have I been hanging out with like an ugly girl this whole time? Mm. And, yeah. um, but it must, like, I guess even when you're not, you have no perception of the visual. Like, the rest of mm. the world's obsession with the visual s- yeah. must affect you in some way, like, because yeah. you're still living in that world. And it's fu- it's yeah. interesting because, like, it's a true... St- like, I don't know if you read, like, the notes at the back, but he talks about yeah. all the research that he did and stuff. And it's a true yeah. story yeah. that this, mm. this one guy who gained his sight was really di- so disappointed at how unattractive mm. he and his wife were that he fell into depression and, like, died soon after. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like a month or something. Yeah. It's crazy, right? It's so sad. It's really sad and really interesting. Yeah. But I guess in that way, it just shows how, like, humans' imagination must be, like, even richer. Yeah. Like, so much more richer than what we see by sight. And, you know, there was this one thing where um, he talks about, like, oh, I bet this guy's going to ask me next, like, how do I dream? Do Can blind people dream or something? Yeah, yeah. And then he, like, goes on, and I'm like, oh, wait, can they? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That is really interesting. I was like, Yeah, and then later on, he does talk about his dreams a little bit. How it's, like, it's only a sentence or two. How Hmm. it's about, like, past smells and... I don't know. Yeah, because he wouldn't dream of people's faces. Yeah. It would... Yeah. And I was he dreams like, oh, with the gosh, same senses like... that he lives with, and so it's not visual yeah. at all, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole different plane to, like, exist on. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I found that fascinating. But, yeah. yeah, there was also this one bit in the story that I was just like, what is going on? Is when his mum sells her car. Oh, yeah. That was so weird. So, like... Basically, Will discovers that his sight is probably like the 50 50 chance that his sight will get taken away from him because the surgery, like his body's starting to reject the new cells in his eyes. And um, she also finds out, so her mom, his mom finds that out. He's been keeping it from her only for a little bit. And then she finds out and she's like, you know, I want you to go on this road trip and see everything while you can, you know, go see the Grand Canyon and stuff like that. And so she. Like, before his dad comes home, she sells her new Tesla electronic car for, like, a ridiculously cheap price because she needed the cash straight away and gives it to him and tells him to leave on his road trip before his dad finds out. And I'm just like, this is really weird and out of the blue because, like, number one, this family has a good relationship with one another. There's no need to weirdly sell the car. (laughs) 
and like send him away, right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, since when did the dad become an enemy that we had to run away from? <laughs> you know, and they seem they also seem well off. So I don't yeah. know why she couldn't have gone to the bank. She was like, "Oh, the ATM won't let me pull out as much as I need." I'm like, "Bro, go visit a branch." Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, that was really strange. I don't know. I was so yeah. Weird. I thought the exact same thing. I'm retreat. like, um, isn't their dad a doctor? Pretty sure they have a lot of money. I know <laughs> they do. It's really weird. And then they leave. So I was just like. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. The ending was um, a bit rushed. Like, everything just kind yeah. of happened, like, quickly yeah. to bring everything, to wrap everything up. Mm-hmm. I, I think, though, overall, that I I think, um, though I'm not pregnant and producing another human, I also felt like something, reading something that's easy to read. I don't know, I've just been, like, I think I've been struggling with like reading burnout or something. I don't know what it is, but I just haven't read much this year. And especially the last few months, it's just been hard to like read anything. Even like a long article, I'm just like, yeah, my brain's just, yeah, mush. And so um, I found this YA to be like really refreshing. So maybe if someone's in like a reading slump, Mm. this is like a really good book to get into. Um, Like it's interesting, like it's factually interesting. The story is interesting. It's easier to get through. It's really short. Mm. I think I read it in like two days Mm -hmm. or something. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like it was kind of, yeah, it was just my reading soul feels a little more refreshed. (laughs) Um, And that's what I... That's what I enjoyed about it. So when you were reading it, you didn't feel a sense of like, oh, this is definitely written for a younger audience than like than myself. I think I did think that it was written for a younger audience because it's definitely easier to read than like the literary stuff yeah. we, we've read before, like Fates and Furies or something. Yeah, but not to the extent that it's like insulting your intelligence or whatever, right? No, no, yeah. no, no. I didn't feel like an insult. Oh, uh, okay. No. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Like I spent, yeah my lunch hour flipping the pages oh. and sometimes yeah I didn't want it to I wanted to keep reading to find out what happens next and stuff so like that's interesting yeah, I like, thought I had I'd a be pretty interested I thought that maybe you'd come to this podcast saying this book is dumb <laughs> I don't know just because it is why because you think so no I don't think it's dumb but I just thought you oh. know it is it is really um YA yeah it is really different it is really YA like and it's, I think it's one of those YA books that really works as a YA book um, mm. in the purest sense rather than something that's appealing to all audiences, including adults. Yeah. So, like, when you mentioned that um, that guy. John Green. John Green. Yeah. yeah. That he was YA. And I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, but this book's way simpler yes. than yeah. John Green's Yeah, books. totally. Because yeah. yeah. his stories and characters are much more developed. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. And exactly. I cried so much reading that book. What's that book? The Fault in Our Stars. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never... Did I watch the movie? I'm not sure. But I cried a lot in yeah. that book and stuff. And this book did, definitely didn't do anything like that to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I compare it like that, mm. now I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like young YA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think, the, yeah. like, John Green and the other one that I read by Rainbow Rowell, like, they really um, were emotionally intense be- and mm. in a special way because in an, in an only in, the, in a way that, like, only teenage emotions can be. And so it really mm. takes you back to, like, your, like, your angsty teenage days. You know, yeah, like when yeah. you, when you, you know, fell in love with that guy in your class or when you, or like, yeah. you know, when you felt, when you cried because like 
the boy that you like didn't like you back. Like, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. you know, those really raw teenage emotions and it takes you back there. And I think that's why I really like them so much. Cause it like hits me in the heart, you know, hits yeah, me in my yeah. teenage heart. But, um, <laughs> this one didn't, this one oh, didn't really boy. do that. Yeah. I guess I didn't approach it with those expectations. Mm. I was just like, Oh yeah, this is a book about a blind guy. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, let's see if I can get through this. And yeah. then I was like, pleasantly surprised that like i enjoyed it yeah but now that you mention like if we're going to compare it to john green it's yeah. much simpler but it's nicer in that way too like you don't need to be like emotionally i know. mean yeah fault in our stars is kind of an extreme example because it's about two kids yeah. with terminal cancer who fall in love okay. so like you can't get more <laughs> you can't get much more emotional we, were, we could never win with that book. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's only headed in one direction <laughs> Yeah, but it is, True. I, I think I, I don't know if I would recommend this book to like other adult readers, mm, but yeah. I think if, um, uh, I was, I, w- I would recommend it to like high schoolers, maybe like teenage, like actual <laughs> young adults. Um, yeah, I feel like high schoolers would think they're too cool for this. So maybe like, yeah. Yep. Seven. I was thinking like, that too. I was really like, young. I know some high schoolers and I, and I feel like they would think that this book is They'll be like, this book is really dumb. lame. Yeah, this book is lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe like no reading this eighth book. and ninth graders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, even younger these days. Kids are crazy. That's true. Kids That's are really smart and precocious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it did make mm. me think. Oh, this is like a good genre to go to when you are having a reading slump, or like, yeah, knowing for me, like knowing that I won't have much maybe time or like mental capacity to read really intense books in like the near future. Sure. Like maybe I'll just yeah. stock up on like John Green and Rainbow Rowell and like go through all their books. Cause to at least keep yeah. the reading train going, you know what I mean? So we're just going to become a YA podcast. Yeah. That's, that what me? yeah that's what, that's, that's the, that's what we will happening. never discuss the topics of like gender inequality, sexual abuse, no war, <laughs> you know, like oppression, those big issues, war. politics, not, yeah. not interested. What to do with poverty. No. Yeah, we can't discuss those things anymore. No. We're not getting there. Just having a crush no. on that cute guy in your class. Yeah. Like, that's as serious as we're going to get. That's all we can handle. Yeah, that's all we yeah. can handle. So would you return, would you return to this genre? Um. I, there is still that like um, prideful person inside of me that's like, uh, <laughs> I'm too I'm good, not for this. good for this. Book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading this rubbish, wasting oh, my time. Oh, it was time, a fun experiment for the me. podcast, but uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's enough. Like, I'm not gonna do it out of my own initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think what did pull me because I think I chose this book, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, and then, yeah, well, I gave you a short list and you chose this one. But I think the thing that pulled me into this book, whether why or not, was the interesting premise. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, like, when I read the little blurb, I kind of did want to know what was going on. And, you know, it seemed lighthearted enough and stuff. So um, I think if there was a YA with, like, a really interesting premise. Like, I think even, you know, Hunger Games, Mm. that's obviously a much more um, mature YA. Yeah. But they have a really interesting premise too. Um, and Divergent and, and all those other things. Yeah. I have no idea why people read Twilight, yeah. even though Simon loved Twilight. <laughs> wow, you just very publicly shamed your husband. <laughs> I did, I did. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> hi Simon. He, you know he was full mocking us before? Why? We like, 
we were on the couch and I was like, oh, I have to go to my, record my podcast now. And he's like, hi, I'm Heather and I'm Minju and welcome to Bossy Books. We're a long distant friends and we meet to discuss books. And I was like, are you serious right now? I think you need to divorce this, this person. <laughs> And then he was like, and I like this book, but I didn't like this book. And look, we don't know how to close our podcast. I was like, you. Wow. I officially went from loving Simon to really hating him. Simon, but Simon, figured, you're dead to me. No, I figured out what was happening. You're dead. I found out what I was happening. I hate you. No, I found out what was happening. He's jealous. He's jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And I was 100%. like, oh, Simon, I yeah. was like, do you want to start a podcast with me too? Aww. I was like, Simon, we can start one if you want. You know, <laughs> if you're that hurt. I mean, know. it won't be as but good. What are we talking about? <laughs> no, we don't even have anything in common. <laughs> no, I mean, now it sounds like we have a bad marriage. We don't. But like, yeah, I think he was just jealous. And so you'll have to yeah. forgive him. But okay, now I've added him. For like three whole minutes. But anyway. Hi, Simon. Anyways. Um, I still I hate saying? you. What was I going to say? <sighs> oh, hard. yeah. I think that's like the difference between like the kind of books we like. Because, you know, you're, you you really like your nonfiction. And so I think that makes sense that yeah, you yeah. found like all the science-y kind of blindness and science yeah. stuff really interesting. But I was like. I'm always trying to make my time efficient. It's so bad. <laughs> you want to get, you know, you want to learn something. You want, you want value mm. from these books, right? But I think. I think mm. in terms of, like, if I'm going to read YA, I think I would, I think I prefer things that, um, rather than new things that I can learn about, mm. I want things that, like, reflect yeah. or remind me of my own experience. Help you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a teenager. That's true. And so I guess yeah. as, as, as interesting as all that stuff was, even though mm. at first mm. I was like, I was like, is this going into sci-fi? Because this surgery sounds very unrealistic. But oh yeah! It turns out to be a but real surgery. Like real. Yeah, it, it is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a rare, but it's an it's an exists. It exists. You know, it's not just something yeah. that he made up. Um, yeah. Because I was just like, what? It's possible for a completely blind person to see it? Like, how is that possible? But technology and the these days. The doctor sounded sus, man. He's, he's the doctor. The doctor talks like Super Mario. Like basically, he's this Italian yeah, he looks doctor. Yeah, like a caricature. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so in the very, mm. Yeah, he credits, like, some... All these, like, I guess Italian doctors and, like, scientists that he researched and talked to. And, you know, so that's why he made the doctor in the novel uh, Italian guy as well. Dr. Yeah. Bianchi or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... But, yeah, he... he the doctor just seemed so unnatural and like a caricature. Yeah. It was almost like he was an imposter and he wasn't real. So like, yeah. if this guy did say, hey, we actually have to travel into time or something, <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, this guy would say that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or else like, he kind of oh. just seemed like a really seedy, dodgy, unrealistic, like I mean, I know, unreliable doctor who might dude. just run away with your money. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. And leave you to like really bleed awesome. out from your eyes or something horrible like yeah. that, but... <laughs> no, it was yeah. just a borderline racist depiction of a Italian doctor. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So if you want to learn about the experience of a blind person and the experience of a blind person who regains their sight, which I it is very mm. interesting. I think um mm. yeah, it's a it's it's well done in that sense, but if you want something to mm. hit you in the feels doesn't really yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Doesn't really yeah, do that. Yeah, and if that. you just want, like, a nice light story. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, to refresh you a little easy going. I think it's a good one. Yeah. And you'll finish it quickly and you'll feel awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, well, when are we going to do our next podcast? That's the good, really good question because um, if the time, the time that we're due to do the next episode is also the time that I'm due to give birth. Yeah, so maybe we I mean, will do it in the hospital room while we're having contractions, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll at least like choose a new book and get started reading. All right. And then we'll I see think. what happens. Yeah. We'll so sorry happens. to all our beloved yeah. listeners, but we will keep you updated. Yeah. Um, yeah. So make sure you're following us on Facebook. So yes, have a read of this book. <laughs> Tell us what you think. <laughs> Um, and you know, like I think Heather and I, we don't know any people that struggle with sight or anything, but maybe some of you out there do, and maybe you read this book and you think it's completely wrong or I don't know. Like we, that, I think that's something I'd be really interested to hear. That's about. true. Yeah. Yeah. If it, we, if we it just, actually does do a good job, we think he does because yeah, we started at we're zero. Just yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. whether like, it is oh, actually yeah. well researched yeah. and, um, well represented, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, so that was our first adventure into the YA world. It was. Um, and maybe the first back. of many. Yeah. Oh, oh. We just said opposite things. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, Heather, it's your cho- turn to choose next. Okay. Um, and you probably don't want to read about war or anything. No, I might actually choose like a picture book. Oh, should we? Or a graphic novel. We could get really deep. That could be fun. I've never, That's true. I've never done one. I've, we've never done one of those. We actually have to order it though. Yeah, but come on. How cheap are yeah, you? Yeah, I can do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, oh my gosh, how rude. <laughs> you know I'll go to the library, right? Yeah, you'll borrow it for free. Yeah, 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 for free. Yeah. Yes. Use your community libraries everywhere. Keep them alive. <laughs> All right, well, until okay. next time. Until next time. See, Simon, we're ending it. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye, everyone.